The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on our next podcast episode. Today, Dr. Michael Troyer and myself will be talking about learning to delegate. Hello, Michael. Good morning, Anna. Good to see you. So, talking about delegation, we know that a lot of people struggle delegating things. Why is delegation of work to others important? for you or for others in your business and for the organization as a whole? Let me touch on first, I think, just the very challenge of delegation itself, Uh, especially for those who are entrepreneurs. When you build a business, you do the marketing, you do the accounting, you design the product or the service. You do all these things yourself until you can afford to hire somebody. And the problem then is we've learned to do those things at a minimal level. And now we're, we've learned also, sadly, to micromanage. That is, we think we know it all. So we bring somebody in, but it's very hard to let them have something we've learned to do, and we trust ourselves more than the next person. So it's, it's always a challenge in that regard. But there are some other reasons why it, it, it's incredibly valuable to, to delegate. Uh, first of all, you're, one of the things in delegation is that you're uh, preparing uh, the firm to grow and to scale, and you're going to have to have other people doing that. One has to think about the concept of, of opportunity cost. If I'm going to do everything, everything is going to get done at a more minimal level the larger the company grows because I don't have time because I'm crowding my day because I'm working till 8 or 9 at night instead of getting my rest break. So delegation is very powerful in helping the firm grow. Absolutely. I agree with you. And especially for business owners, like you indicated, it is so tough to delegate anything from our plate. However, if you truly want your business to scale up, you have to learn to successfully delegate because it's, it's crucial for scaling up of your business. And how else can we get people to learn? and grow the business. If we never let them do some of the things we started out doing, if they just do the little mini tasks that we give them, we aren't, we aren't growing our workforce at all. We aren't growing our, our, the executives who've come to join us, the managers. Why do you think we have such difficult time delegating work to others? I, I liked an author who said it, it must be learned because it's not natural to us. We don't naturally delegate things. Think how if, if you've been a parent and you've had children uh, and the first time you sent them to take the garbage out and they put it in the wrong place, oh, I'll do it myself. <laughs> and we, we go through life with all those reactions to, well, I just better do it myself. It'll get done right. We really need to trust that we have to teach somebody to do it and they have to fail. And by showing them how we want it done, they've learned and if we deny them that, we're not going to have a very good workforce. I think we're more patient with our children than with employees, unfortunately, sometimes. Well, I think it's true, yes. But just to give um, your words in perspective, um, there was a Gallup study entitled Delegating a Huge Management Challenge for Entrepreneur, found that CEO 
or owners of companies who are high delegator had three-year average growth rate of 1,751%, which is 112% higher than CEOs or business owners with a low delegation uh, talent. So the impact, it's huge on the growth of the company. Just think of that. Do you, If you're the owner or the entrepreneur, do you want to stymie your opportunity for the company to grow? By demanding that you do it, all, do it all yourself and you don't teach others. That's, that's, that's very good data to remind all of us that we need to learn to delegate. And I'm not perfect at it either. I know. I, I struggle sometimes. It's like, okay, no, I, I just, it will take me 10 minutes or I will do it. But a lot of times when you have repetitive things and things not strategically involving the owner of the company is crucial. So you should delegate this particular task. And that brings me to my next question. What work should we be delegating? Mm, yeah. And how how do we learn to delegate? Because you mentioned that we have to learn to delegate. Well, how should we learn? Well, you touched on the one piece. You need to first self-assess. What am I really good at doing? What are my strengths? And where are they needed in the firm? And if I'm doing things that uh, I'm not as good at, why am I not finding someone else to step in and do those in, in place of me so that the firm can grow? So I need to be, to be doing those most important things. If I'm good at strategy, I ought to focus on that because that that's going to help the firm grow. Uh, if I'm good at sales, then I ought to hire a business manager and I'll go out and do sales. If I'm good at production then I ought to hire a salesperson and a business manager, and I'll go into the shop floor and make sure sure things are working. How do we learn that? It, it's, it's a hard habit to develop. And one of the thought processes is that you ought to have an honest co communication conversation with your employees and say to them, when I'm failing to de delegate, you need to call me on this. And I give you permission to come at me and say, you're not delegating enough. We don't have the work to do that we need to do that engages us, and you're doing too much. One of the signs some have said is that w when you are working late and you see all your employees leave exactly at 5 when they get to punch out, you aren't delegating. Shame on you. Because you're doing all the work. Somehow you believe you're indispensable, but they can go home on time because they don't have enough to engage them. So you need to give them permission to correct you. And I think that a lot of the business owners, they fear that if they delegate a task and the task, if this fails, and a lot of times it fails. Because, I mean, when I was reading, preparing for today's episode, they were stating that it fails for pretty much three major reasons. Number one is directions. Mm -hmm. If we don't give clear directions to the employee and expected them to do their job, that, that is crucial. Second is regular communication. Mm -hmm. You have to communicate. You have to give them feedback. You have to train them to make sure that they're equipped and they understand the impact they're making. And the last one is um, if we don't provide them tools. Yes, resources. Resources. E even some coaching that would help. I want to touch on all those again. Those are absolutely right on target. Uh, when we tell them what we want them to do, it doesn't hurt the first time that we even show them. But the check-ins that you suggested, that you need to check in regularly to see if it's going all right. And if they make a mistake, you ought to be pleased that now they're learning something they won't do again. 
So rather than get angry and say, well, I, I'm going to have to do that because they don't know how. Absolutely. No, you take the moment to let them discover and learn. And they won't make that mistake a second time, most likely, because they'll remember that you pointed it out to them. Um, I was thinking, too, in terms of uh, some ways of recognizing when you what you need to do, as you were saying. Uh, that you need to give them a why. Not only am I going to give this responsibility to you, but here, here's where it fits in the larger picture of the business, what we're trying to do together. So you need to understand how, how important what you're doing is to, to all the rest. You're a key piece of the jigsaw puzzle. Uh, that helps them, I think, to understand that bigger picture. Uh, I think also you have to be sure you give them an equal authority to the responsibility you've given them. So I, don't, yes. I want you to take on the, the whole sales effort for the business, but everything has to be checked through my office. Don't do a thing without talking with me. Well, you know, I've given you responsibility. Sales is your problem. But now I've said you have no authority. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already crippled you before I got started. Uh, a classic sign, by the way, of, of insufficient delegation is that you're, I said, as you're working those long hours because you think you're totally indispensable, and everybody's leaving at the regular time and you're not. Uh, or if your team doesn't take ownership of a project you've given to them and, and uh, you're the only one who seems to care, they don't seem caught up in it, it's very possible because you haven't really delegated that project to them. You're told them to go do it, but you're interfering. You're micromanaging. Uh, some of us are perfectionists, which is a, a third yeah, thing I'd point out. And, and we, we think it's just, just easier to do it myself instead of depending on someone else. It's called the self-enhancement bias. <laughs> I'll look better because I got it done right. But again, you're going to end up work, with a workforce with no learning. They won't, uh, they won't understand it's valuable to learn. So you're really beginning to cripple your business. How do you think you can make this work? Again, I mean, we, when we are perfectionists... And, a lot of the business owners, I know myself, sometimes I do have difficulties delegating simple tasks. It, it's, as it is, I said, it's, it's a great challenge. You've got to find this balance between getting it done and getting it done as close to right as you, as you want without stepping in all the time and micromanaging. And it's, it's not a, you don't suddenly one day just start delegating. You have to find a comfortable balance between where you need to teach, where you need to be involved, and where you can put them off in their own corner with resources and say, go do it. I trust you. And you have to be patient. And you have also. to be patient. It's like the example you gave us with the children. I mean, we are patient <laughs> with our children and, and try to help them understand and help them do repetitive mm-hmm. tasks until they learn that. Mm-hmm. I think we have to be patient also with our employees and make sure that we give them direction, we communicate clear, because a lot of times if we do not communicate clear, the chain breaks and then the employee fail. It's not because they're a bad employee, but because we did not give them clear expectations and directions and we did not communicate back. Particularly on that issue of communication, uh, I've learned when I work with clients uh, and they're giving me a new project to take on that I need to have them tell me three times what it is they want me to do. And I usually put some time in between those three times because they refine what they're trying to ask me to do. The first get out of the gate, it's not very clear, it's not very sharp, but by the third re-explanation, they're getting better at it. Now, if I'm in the employee to, who's, to whom something's being delegated, I want to learn to, to do the same thing with my, my boss, my supervisor. I don't want to be 
pesky, but I want to go back and say, tell me one more time what it is you want. The third time is about as much as you're going to get away with, but but that's what you want to do. You, you use the breaking of the chain, too, and it reminds me of a, of a moment in my life. My son had training wheels on his bicycle, and he wanted to take them off. And I said, no, you know, 10 minutes from now, you're going to want me to put them back on. It's quite a, an effort. I don't have time today. Just go out and ride your bike. Well, he went in the garage, got a wrench out, took the training wheels off, and went off riding. And I looked out the window, and my kid's going by on the bike with no need for training wheels. Part of delegation is picking people at the right level. Mm-hmm. He was beyond where I thought he was, and I was getting in his way. He was ready to ride without training wheels, and I wasn't his dad protecting him. <laughs> wasn't that, willing yes. to let him have it for Pete's sake. Uh, so, so you you make a conscious effort of picking people at the right level to take that next step and challenge them, and you have to give them your commitment. They've got to feel that your commitment now becomes their commitment. They they have the same motivation that you have. So, Michael, what is the recap for our episode today? It's kind of a recap, but I'm going to jump it around just a little bit Mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, I think you, as a person delegating, has to learn to do three things. There are certain times when you say, yes, that fits my overall role as it's evolved in the firm, so I'll do that. I've got the skills and the ability. There are times when I have to say, yes, if, and then I lay out a standard that I want met. And I said, I know it may take you two or three times to hit the standard, and I'll be comfortable with that. You have to learn. But yes, if you can get to that standard, I'll be okay. And then there are things that you have to say, no, I don't do that anymore. That's past where I, where I am because I've got too much on my plate. And too many times we're not willing to admit we've got too much on our plate. Uh, so pick the right – I'm going to quick recap then. Pick the right person. Uh, make it clear that that person has both responsibility and authority. Give them the resources that they need. Explain to them, as you said, in detail, here's the outcome we want. This is what I want you to work for. If you need me, ask. I'll be right there. There's no, there's no fault in asking if you don't understand. Give them checkpoints and milestones. So that's when you do your check-in. Or if they're going to miss a milestone by a day or two, you want them to be comfortable coming to you to talk about it. And say, oh, yeah, I'm... What do we do? Well, we'll work it out, but keep going. Uh, You want to have a motivating environment and one that encourages creative approaches to things. And you want to tolerate, as you said, you want to tolerate mistakes and errors. If you can't do that, you're not going to be good at delegating. And if you're not good at delegating, as you said at the very beginning, your firm is simply going to pay a price. You'll not be able to grow. Thank you so much, Michael. For our listeners, thank you for uh, listening to our episode learning to delegate. If you have any feedback for us or you'd you'd like to hear specific topic or you'd like certain questions to be answered, you can find our information on packers.com under the community page, Packers Mentor Protege Program. Thank you. Have a great day. This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.